0: What is it about the image of a shepherd that is so very, very comforting? What is it about these six verses, these 108 words that make Psalm 23 the most memorized, the most familiar, the most meaningful of all the Psalms? It's even been called the Pearl of Psalms, and for over three millennia, It has dried tears and given words to people's faith. Even those who do not consider themselves to be religious find comfort and hope in David's words. I wonder what you see in your mind's eye when you hear those words. Do the lines conjure up beautiful images of lush green grass, rolling hillsides, lovely paths to stroll, quiet, calm ponds of water? Do you see some gentle, soothing place where your body and spirit can rest and be restored? I think if I were an artist, I would use watercolors to express this psalm, lovely, cooling shades of blues and greens. But in fact, this psalm is located in a semi-arid desert land. Still waters and green grasses are rare oasis of refreshment and rest in this very harsh environment. This is a world where sheep and shepherd make their way on very rough, tough terrain with deep chasms and high cliffs everywhere. It's a world of wild animals and thieves who would sneak into the sheepfold at night and steal the sheep. The sheep are totally, completely, 100% dependent upon the shepherd. They cannot take care of themselves. The shepherd provides everything that the sheep needs, water, food, shelter, safety, everything. Without the shepherd, without the goodness and mercy, as David uses the words, the sheep would die. The sheep were the shepherd's responsibility. They depended for their life upon his good care. And it's from this stark wilderness setting that we must hear the 23rd Psalm because it's from this very bleak place that David praises God for God's love and care, for God's protection during a very difficult time in David's life, a time when he walked through dark valleys, when his security and his safety were threatened. David is in a wilderness time in his life. His enemies press in. He needs God's help. And so he writes these words. We understand that perspective on life, don't we? We know to be alive is to experience joy and peace, but also fear and anxiety. We, like David, live in a world that has its shares of shadows and storms, valleys and cliffs, We heard many of them referred to in the prayers this morning. There are experiences in life, and there are people, too, who can hurt us. There can be intense loneliness and severe illness, heart-wrenching loss, threats and disappointments. We, too, know wilderness times. The 23rd Psalm is so beloved, I think, because it speaks the truth about our lives. There are dark and frightening valleys where it's easy to lose our ways. And so time and time again we turn to the words the psalmist proclaims with such confidence, the Lord is my shepherd. It's a declaration of trust. It's an affirmation of faith. We want to trust as David did, don't we? Although the use of the sheep and shepherd imagery was very familiar in Israel, its personal use by David was new and had great meaning. David did not say, the Lord is a shepherd. Rather, he boldly proclaimed, the Lord is my shepherd. To truly know the difference, I encourage you to say your name. The Lord is Dana's shepherd. Hmm. You know how many times I've rehearsed this? (laughs) I didn't expect that strong emotional response. The Lord is my shepherd. For me, the words go directly and beautifully to the heart of our most intimate longings. David's song gives voice to our deep desire to be protected and to be known, to be cared for by our creator. A God who truly knows us, who cares for us, who loves us, who is completely trustworthy. We long to have a God who is so intimately involved with our daily lives that we can say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I lack nothing. I have everything I need. God is the only necessity of life. Psalm 23 affirms that we do not need to worry Not only is this psalm a comfort at life's ends, but it's a psalm for living life in the present, in each daily moment. I think in our consumer-oriented society, it's extremely difficult to hear the psalmist's message, God will provide. We can trust God. I have everything I need. Everywhere we go and everything we hear and read encourage us to trust ourselves first, to work to secure our lives and our futures. Each time we hear Psalm 23, we are challenged to affirm with the psalmist, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Perhaps you're thinking, you know, I'm not sure that I'm there yet that I can truly say and believe the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When life seems to have turned upside down and makes absolutely no sense, we often feel our faith in a God who was supposed to be a shepherd, to care for me, to love me. Maybe it's challenged or maybe you think your faith has disappeared. We wonder how a shepherd God could let certain things happen to us or to those we love or even to total strangers. In the quiet of our hearts, we might even wonder if our faith has died. But you know, I believe such feelings and questions are in fact a response of faith. Our struggle to remain faithful when life isn't going well and we feel abandoned by God does not mean our faith is weak. The struggle itself shows that we are drawing on faith to help us through. We yearn to claim the shepherd who goes before us, seeking out places of stillness, providing relationships of healing, offering occasions of restoration Leading us on paths that bring clarity, security, hope, if we will only follow. And the problem, of course, is that if part. If we follow, but you know how sheep are. Several years ago, I was traveling by car in Scotland, and everywhere there were signs warning that sheep might be crossing the road. And you know what I discovered? There were no needs for those signs because there were sheep everywhere. Every curve we went around, there were sheep bounding across this dangerous road. Or they were caught in the fences trying to get across the road. Sheep wandering from the rest of the flock. I know what sheep are like. Did you know I raised sheep while I was living in Connecticut? It was my Mother Earth period of life. (laughs) You know, I baked bread. I grew all my vegetables sewed my own clothes, drapes, slipcovers, I even reupholstered a chair, and then I sheared the sheep, spun the wool, and wove the yarn on an antique loom. What was I thinking? (laughs) Oh, yes, I also had two babies at home at that time, but I digress back to the sheep. Behind the house was an acre of wonderful grazing land and a very nice small stream, perfect for these sheep. The sheep arrived before the fence was completed that would surround this acre of land, and to keep them safe, I tied ropes around their neck and then put the other ends of the rope around very large tires, thinking that would keep them in place. Imagine my surprise as I looked out the kitchen window and saw the sheep banging along with the tires bouncing behind them as they headed toward the road. One had even stumbled and was being strangled by the weight of the tire. It was quite a scene as I took off chasing after the sheep, yelling for them to stop. They didn't know how close they came to being dinner that night. Yes, sheep are more than ready to kick up their heels and run off at will. They need a shepherd. And we do, too. We can be stubborn and flighty, inclined to wander. We go our independent way. We do our own thing. We don't think we need much guidance. We are in control, and thoughts of God are often relegated to the bottom of the to-do list. And then we find ourselves in the wilderness. Our family life gets to be a mess. Our minds are filled with worry, our health deteriorates, a loved one dies, the world seems to be on self-destruct, the future looks bleak and scary, and we feel depleted. As I was reminded on Friday as I sat along the 520 waiting for AAA to bring gas, a car can't run on empty, and neither can we. At some time, we need to realize that we are lost and our lives are out of control. And finally, we can admit we need our shepherd's help. I had a birthday in August, and after being awakened with my grandson, see, you didn't think I was going to mention him, did you? (laughs) Singing, Happy Birthday, Mama, I remarked to my daughter, Didn't I just do this? Has it been a whole year already? You know, one of the disadvantages to living many years is I know at some time in life, each of us will be cast to that place where we will fear for our own spiritual, emotional, or physical health or the life of someone we love. The advantage to living many years is having history with the Lord's goodness and mercy so that I can affirm even in those wilderness places, the Lord is my shepherd. Even there by faith, we can enter into those dark valleys with courage and grace knowing thou art with me. Do you recognize the name Charles Lawton? He was a remarkable actor and one evening he was taking requests from the audience and in a very deep, resonant voice, polished by years of acting, he recited from memory the 23rd Psalm. He received a standing ovation and shouts of bravo. Charles Lawton knew the 23rd Psalm. You won't recognize the name Mina Hernandez. She was a mother of four And on a sunny California August afternoon, she stood at the graveside of one of her children for the second time in 18 months. Antonio had died while riding his bicycle home from a soccer game. A drunk driver hit him. Antonio was 16 years old. And now she is burying Carlotta, who four days earlier had been playing in the front yard of her home in East L.A. when gunfire erupted between two rival gangs and she died instantly when hit by a stray bullet. Carlotta was nine years old. I met Mrs. Hernandez in the E.R. where I was the chaplain and she asked me to lead the graveside service for her daughter. At the end of the service, Mrs. Hernandez stood by her daughter's casket and spoke of her faith in God. I love Carlotta she said I wish that she had lived longer I don't know why she had to die but I know that she is okay and I know that I will be okay too because the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want and quietly without hesitation she prayed the 23rd Psalm and when she finished Every face was wet with tears. Mina Hernandez knew the shepherd. During my ministry, I have had the privilege of sharing the 23rd Psalm with thousands of people in hospitals, homes, classes, meetings, churches, bedsides, gravesides, from the pulpit, from my office. Again and again, I have seen the shepherd present. For thou art with me. What an amazing affirmation. There is no experience that you can enter where God is not there with you. There is no condition in your life, no emotional crisis, no psychological despair, no sorrow or regret, no valley of darkness that you must pass through where you will be alone. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's inevitable that we hear in Psalm 23 testimony to Jesus Christ and the gospel of John records Jesus' message. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Friends, we are in good hands. Jesus laid down his life for his sheep. In a few moments, we're going to be invited to the Lord's table it is at this table we understand that Jesus our shepherd provides all that we need and it begins at this meal. The next time you hear the words of the 23rd Psalm begin it I believe the Lord is my shepherd I have everything I need. Now